Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Reboot Something podcast. My name is Chad Jeffries. I'm your host. We have Randy Cottle, the co-host um, of the Reboot Something podcast. And today we have our friends over at Lakota Software. Um, they're another uh, small business out of uh, out of West Virginia here locally and does a lot of great work within the biometric space. So um, uh, we have Sam Salento over here and uh, Aaron Wilson. Um, and uh, yeah, so guys, let's just go ahead and, and kick it off. If you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, and I didn't want to you know spend too much time giving oh, the yeah. summary, but right. Well, yeah, we can actually uh, kick it off with Aaron since he's a co-founder of Lakota. Uh, just uh, you know, tell everybody where you're from and uh, how you got started. Yeah, so um, I'm originally from outside of uh, Petersburg, a little small town, Eastern Panhandle. Um, I was born in North Carolina, but my dad was military, so he moved me all over God's creation. Mm-hmm. Um, We've had but, a couple people in here like that. Been there, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so I went to Fairmont State, uh, undergrad, computer science, and uh, then entered into the co-op program at NASA, and they paid my way through grad school at WVU, software engineering. Um, and about... Uh, 2006, uh, I made a change. I left my my cushy government job to, <laughs> to go work for Lockheed Martin and got into the, the biometric space. And one of the things that I realized as soon as I got into it was, um, you know, here this was touted as the biometric hub of the United States, you know, and yet there was no biometric companies really in yeah. the area. Uh, all the... All the software was provided from French-owned companies and, you know, uh, foreign companies, and all the work was being done out of really the Beltway companies. Um, And uh, I I thought I made a really good move, and then uh, 11 months into it, Lockheed lost the contract, and I thought, oh, what did I do? And then I realized that, um, you know, if you're good at what you do, uh, Northrop Grumman, you know, yeah. Uh, me and uh, you know my, and Phil the other co-founder of Lakota up and um during that time we um we realized there were some um gaps in technology as far as the biometrics goes and uh Phil and I decided to spin off and to, you know founded Lakota in 2007 while still working for Northrop Grumman we were yeah. moonlighting and uh you know uh, our first product our first contract was the national institute of justice uh doing some uh research on latent print examiners and how certain information would bias their decision and part of that grant was uh we needed um the ability to parse these ebts records out and um we didn't have much money on the on the grant so we said hey we'll we'll build that piece ourselves instead of buying one of our competitors. A little bit of sweat equity. A little bit of sweat, a lot of sweat right? equity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so that really was our first, that's how our first product, it was used to be called Nisparse, and now it's called Annie, um, how that got started. And then 2011, um, I jumped from Northrop Grumman and went full-time Lakota on FBI's NGI, oh. and the rest is kind of history. Oh, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. So when did you guys start Lakota? 2007, November 2007. 2007. Yeah. Really didn't really start full time on the company until 2011. Right. Yeah, it's funny. That's exactly what we did. We started in 2010, but we didn't get our first contract. And poor Aaron, I harassed Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's part of the reason why we actually got started at Trilogy. We uh, started okay. in 2010. 
But um, and I met Aaron actually at NASA whenever he was working there. Okay, I was uh, curious. Did my that. internship and got in, and I met him, and then we played softball and stuff together. But like he said, we were at the High Tech Foundation doing Air Force. They had went to the FBI. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really see him until we went down the FBI in like 2009. Yep. And of course, Aaron was already doing great things down there yeah. with some of the products that he had developed. Nice. So Yeah. Yeah. Sam, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, so I actually grew up about 10 minutes from here, from this office here in Cheat Lake on, nice. on Canyon Road. So born and raised, West Virginia native. Um, went to WVU. Got a degree in industrial engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, started my career in Florida. I was down there for three years. Thought I'd never come back to the hills, but uh, here I am. So They were calling. Yeah, <laughs> the hills were calling me back. Um, <laughs> I actually had a question in the interview for my first job. It was with PepsiCo, and I'll never forget this question. He said, are you sure you're not going to miss the seasons? Yeah. Oh, I said, really? how could I miss the seasons when I got, you know, paradise down here? Right. right. Yeah. Five minutes from the beach, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, three years later, I was back. Yeah, that was one of the reasons. Um, yeah. So, yeah. With, with blisters from being yeah. sunburned yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah, believe <laughs> it. tornadoes. Yeah. I never went to the beach. Yeah. yeah. The only time I went to the beach if my friends came down to visit. So, yeah, I'd take them on the tour. But other than that, it was, you know, yeah. same old thing down there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I came back and started out in, with a small business, Galaxy Global, yep. uh, working a NASA contract. And, and then uh, TMC Technologies had bought out Galaxy, so I transitioned with them. Kind of like Aaron was saying, you know, badging over, right, for different companies, working at um, the IBM facility. Okay. Then I had an opportunity to go to Mon General. and worked there for six years, and uh, then I came back to A3L okay. and started working the ABIS program. Mm. That's where I met Phil, uh, the co-founder of the company. Yeah. I had a good relationship with Phil. Um, didn't really like what I was doing with that testing piece of the ABIS program. Mm-hmm. So I had an opportunity to do some other uh, consulting work. And uh, that didn't go as planned. So I reached mm-hmm. out to Phil to see if they had anything. And it'll be four years in March. Oh, wow. Since it's I've been with them. Yeah, four years. Believe, I, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, best move I've made. Definitely love working for Lakota. It's been a great company. Yeah. Glad to support it, yeah. No, that sounds a lot like my story, at least, too. Coming back to West Virginia, working for a small company, getting connected yeah. with Randy. It's been about four years as well. So, yeah. actually, in November is when I, when I yeah. November of 2019. Which was a scary time. <laughs> well, and we talk about this on the podcast all the time. People leave because they don't think there's opportunities right. and stuff. Right. And that's part of why we're doing this is get that message out there. I mean, to Aaron's point, you know, uh, uh, one of the ladies from the SBA uh, said she didn't realize that there were software companies here in West Virginia. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Right. So I, I'm like, well, then we're failing. We need to get that message out there. But especially biometrics. Right. Because biometrics is everywhere these days. Uh, you know, there's Army contracts, uh, Navy contracts, uh, you know, FBI, uh, you name it. Pretty much uh, there's some form of biometrics needing to be done. I mean, you can't even pull out your phone without using biometrics these days. That's right. True. So uh, along those lines, Aaron, uh, you talked about uh, Nis Pars and Annie. Um, and I know uh, uh, tell us a little bit about Worrell. And what you did. Yeah, with so World was built out of a necessity. It started off as uh, primarily as an editor. What I found was uh, every every biometric system I worked on, everybody was opening up a hex editor, looking at the uh, the actual binary and trying to edit these files. Right. Um, and, and there wasn't a really good editor, uh, so we initially just started. Hey, let's build an editor just where you can open 
open these files, edit them, save them back out. And Whirl has grown into so much more now. Um, uh, so that application, it's a cross-platform. It'll run, you know, Mac, Windows, Linux. Um, and nice. it, it, it has a pluggable interface. Uh, that's probably one of our largest, uh, you know, selling Absolutely. You know, software, uh, it's used, uh, FBI use it, DHS, uh, DOD, uh, Naval Criminal Investigative yeah, Services. Uh, I mean, it's used it's across used worldwide. The, oh, yeah. And we actually just fielded a first version of WORL for live scan at the Marion County Sheriff's Department. Uh, oh, so nice. we actually just got approved by the uh, West Virginia State Police to submit. So we'll be the only other company besides Ademia in the state of West Virginia to submit live scan. Oh, wow, and that's, that's awesome. So, yeah. so world that's has, huge. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So world's grown from a, a simple editor to a yeah. full blown, uh, enrollment live scan system. Uh, and plus it could do card scanning, card printing, uh, you, know, so you can, started out with just something just to make yeah. your life a little bit easier. Right. And now look at what it's right. done, though. That, that is absolutely and, and a lot of that comes from from our um, our mentality is we, we go to our customers and say, hey, we want to know what you, what you want. Uh, yeah. What things what things do you want us to change? What things do you want us to add? And right. we're very receptive to that. Uh, right. Because chances are if they want it, other people want it as well. Yeah. And we've seen that out in industry. Everybody has the software that they've purchased or whatever, and it's a round peg square hole type right. of situation where they're like, well, it kind of does what we need it to. But uh, even Steve Jobs said this, you know, if you're not focused on what the customer's needs are, then you're wasting your money developing what you think they need. Exactly. Right. right. So, and I've always said that too, is, is don't, don't build something and then try to find the buyer. You yes. find the buyer first and find, understand their needs and then build around that. Yeah. Uh, and that's been a pretty successful model for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, just solving problems. I, that's, I think a lot of entrepreneurs do that. What you said, First was, you know, if I do this, then people will buy it. Instead of just asking people, like, what are your problems? What are your needs? Uh, We do that with our solutioning all the time because just because it's good for this scenario doesn't mean it's good for that scenario. And that's a good segue right into React. That's exactly how uh, the React application came to be. We we got certification for the Fujitsu, the FI-7600 document scanner, Appendix F certified by the FBI. That's that was really the first uh, document scanner that was ever approved for scanning fingerprints in from wow. a fingerprint card, and the only um, at the time when we started, the only company that had that certification on that scanner was Idemia, and um, that was it was a pretty painful process to get that mm-hmm. certified. Uh, so us and Idemia are still, as far as I know, the only ones that have a full duplex certification on that scanner. That's amazing. A small business, and they're yeah, a very large and, corporation. Right. Yeah, and and Idemia doesn't want to sell you just the SDK or you know uh, a package, right. just interface with that scanner. They want to sell you the whole yeah. the whole kit uh, whole platform. Uh, and so we got that uh, certification, and um, DoD came to us. Um, they were getting tr- transactions or cards from Usasil, mm-hmm. and they wanted to uh, process a large number of them. And they had a problem where they were given a spreadsheet and they had to manually, they would scan the card in and manually enter in all this information off the spreadsheet. And so we 
produce React to allow them to produce uh, barcodes, put it on the on the actual fingerprint card, scan it, and then decode the barcode with the information. Oh wow! Um, and build the 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 EBTS file right from from the card. It's so, all about the automation. Yeah. I mean, and that that problem stretches across so many different other platforms as well. Right. I don't know. A lot of people have been looking at barcode scanners or QR codes and stuff just to make their lives a lot easier. And that's part of what this digital transformation is. I mean, the way that uh, these fingerprint cards and stuff used to be back in the day. And I know I've seen some of your demos, which is amazing. You know, uh, if anybody's ever went to the DMV or, or somewhere like that, you have to do it perfectly and roll your finger and it misses all this stuff. So uh, I've seen some of your technology, how it works. And it's amazing just getting the, the fingerprint reader it doesn't have to be exactly perfect. You're able to yeah. kind of fill a lot of that in. Yeah. And so that, that React product, actually, uh, NEC reached out to us uh, for the state of Ohio. State of Ohio, yeah. Yeah, for oh, their wow. card scanning. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Another very large corporation yeah. Uh, yeah. is relying on our software. That's really cool. And I've seen a a lot here uh, recently with your uh, EFT creator, and I know you just did a new website, Rehost. Uh, Can you uh, talk a little bit about that? Yes. So out of the blue, we started getting phone calls about, this was uh, January of 21. January of 21, yes. Yeah. Yeah, January 21, we started getting inundated with calls about producing these transactions for the ATF. and. Immediately, I said, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second and, Amendment. No, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what's everybody trying to build? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so we we realized that ATF just opened up their um, their E Form One or, or Form Four. Form Four first. Or yeah. people buying suppressors, short barreled rifles, machine guns. They had to go get fingerprinted. Yeah. That that used to be a paper process and mailing in paper fingerprint cards and. Right. Um, they changed it to an electronic application where you can upload your fingerprints. Well, a lot of these gun dealers and stuff had no clue what an EFT file was or EBTS yeah. or any of the standards. So they started researching, and on Google they found us. Um, wow. So immediately I started working on building um, uh, software as a service uh, where a gun dealer can buy just a scanner, download some software, uh, install install the drivers and then be able to create these files from a web application. Um, and then in April of 21, yeah. we turned that system on. Uh, so it was a very short turnaround, like three months of development. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Talk about rapid application development. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that's no pretty impressive. Now, uh, since you've done that, what what have you seen a, a lot of people trying to use that software as a service? Yes, we've actually even expanded it to Swift for companies that want to take fingerprints for their employees for security clearances. Yep. So, even like Trilogy could yeah. could buy a scanner and get a Swift account, register your scanner serial number. And you can use EFT Creator to uh, generate 
fingerprint your own employees. Chad, write that down. Yeah, yeah right. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, my wife, even uh, even in the school system, you know, right. she had to go and get her fingerprints done, and then it takes all this long time, right. and you don't know where you're at in the process, or you don't hear back, right? And you're like, I hope that's good, but you know, so this could uh, is actually being a game changer for a lot of that, especially employment yeah. and other. Well, yeah, not just not just that, but we've also been working with uh, uh, two different channelers, the FBI channelers, to do. Um, like the docky transactions for uh, background investigations. Oh, nice. Uh, so we're working that avenue as well. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, talking about biometrics in West Virginia and, and what you guys have done, you know, what are some of the challenges that you've faced either as a small business or like what are some of the challenges you face to, to get to the point where, where you're at? Uh well, there's been a lot of challenges yeah. for, recently. Or yeah, yeah, recently, yeah. there's a good example. Minutes, well, we can talk uh, about world, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. mean, one of the, like the one of the most recent one is is uh, you know being blocked uh, by large companies to mm, even yeah. get our live scan system into Marion County. Mm. It's been going on three years. Oh wow! Yes, so we're completely compatible and uh, can be supported by FBI systems, but state of West Virginia uh, because of their contractor. Uh, has blocked a lot of our uh, oh, really? transactions and thrown a lot of red tape uh, in the way. A lot of hurdles. A lot yeah. of hurdles. Make us jump over to get compliant. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, so, so that's been a challenge, but, I mean, we, we kind of uh, strong-armed them with some <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're like, I know people, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to use some big guns, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I hate doing that, but, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, and and I, I actually I think some good will come out of it because I'd like to lobby, uh, you know, to pass some legislation in the state of West Virginia, yeah. to where there's a certification process and it's free and open, mm. uh, right. where one company, a French-owned company, is not dominating and right. causing sheriff's departments, you know, fifty thousand dollars for a live scan system. That's that's absurd. Right. Um, um, so, and I know they're doing a lot of earmarked money, and uh, we've actually been trying to do this with the Pinkerton Foundation, uh, especially whenever you're talking about schools. Schools is the biggest area, and we've been going to meeting with some of the counties uh, near us here, uh, just trying to get money in to do better biometrics and that kind of stuff because you see something in the news pretty much every day, right? And everybody wants to make sure that their kids are well protected and those kind of things. So, uh, But as far as, like, uh, Finding software developers and stuff, have you been pretty successful, especially around in this area? I mean, for the most part, I mean, we've we've been pretty picky about who we take. And, you know, we've turned down a lot of growth over the years uh, because I'm absolutely refused to put an eight pound waterhead in just to get uh, 7% on, you know, (laughs) on the the hourly rate. Uh, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, I've worked. You know, when Phil and I worked at Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin and, you know, those large corporations, it seemed like always 20% of the people were doing 80%, 90% of the work. Right. And we set out, we said, we're only going to hire those 20% people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can't afford as a small business, we can't afford, you know, a few bad apples to set a bad name for us. Right. Uh, totally. We we definitely understand that one hundred percent. Which is why yeah, they so brought it, me in. It's been it's been challenging to find the right caliber people, yeah. um, and especially uh, people that have a negative stereotype toward West Virginia mm-hmm. don't right. even want to give it a chance to right. uh, to come here. Um, 
Have, have you uh, looked into other states? I, I, I believe you might have talked to a company down in Florida, a bigger company, Disney, uh, or someone like that. You know. Uh, so have you found that more in the commercial space, have you had any success, or has it just been primarily uh, government? I mean, we have had some success in the commercial space. Um, you know, we were uh, – initially we were working with Clear, um, you know, the one that does the TSA pre-check. Um, they were using some of our software early on and, um, they ended up switching gears and developing some of their own stuff. Uh, so they moved away from us, but we went in there and helped them consulting wise. Um, you know, we've, we've done some other. Yeah. With the EFT creator platform, I would say that's a more of a commercial product. We have what? 350 plus gun dealers, Mm -hmm. active FFLs that active on the site. Not all of them use it. Every yeah. month, some are a lot more, um, right. I guess, busy, right? They have a lot yeah. more clientele that comes right. through the doors. Some are home-based FFLs, but mm. um, so that's a nationwide thing, and we're opening it up to the do- you know the DOCE, the DOCE right. request, so channelers, notaries, other people that take fingerprints. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. There's some healthcare companies that we've been able to get on the platform who just need to background check their employees, right? And still produce a fingerprint card, believe it or not. So. The platform yeah. allows for that as well. Yeah, it, it still amazes me. People want to print out fingerprint cards this, you know, <laughs> yeah. this day and age. Yeah, yeah. 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 We well, we creating uh, software for the oil and gas industry for all these maps and stuff, and they still just want to print them out <laughs> to have them. And it's like, okay, well, that, I get it, but I can't say too much because Brandon's the same way. He'll it doesn't matter what document he gets. He always prints it out and writes it all over it yeah. and marks it all. Don't up, print the so. internet. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, we just bought him Windex and some dry erase markers for his screen, you know. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> so what are some um what are some opportunities that you see for the um, you know, the things that you guys do, Whirl, React, like what what are some opportunities that you could see within the industry where where you could really help? Um I don't know, that's a good one. Sam, you want to you want to yeah, talk about first? So like uh Aaron mentioned with the getting certified to uh do criminal 10 print uh, submissions in the state of West Virginia, Marion County being our, our first one, right? There's, there's a lot of other sheriffs within our state, believe it or not, that are snail mailing ink fingerprint cards to Charleston. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's certainly an Avenue that we, that we see we can, you know, take and kind of bring more people into the, into this century, right? Into yeah, the digital right. age. Right. Yeah. Um, and then if you start looking out at the other States, they all have their own certification process. And like Aaron was saying, West Virginia doesn't have a good process, but they should. Mm. Uh, but the states that do, like Michigan, Ohio, Florida, you know, we could get through those certifications, you know, as we free up the resources to do that. Right. And then, you know, that live scan application can really take off into. You so know, have you started identifying a lot of other states that might have this a uh, little bit easier path, if you will? Because, again, mm-hmm. like you said, your software is cutting edge. And there's only one other company that's really uh, being able to do that, especially here in our state. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if there was other like targets. That yeah. You see, uh, yeah. Ohio for states. sure. You know, if you look at the surrounding states, Ohio, Virginia was a little tougher. Uh, Pennsylvania was a lot. Uh, they have a statewide contract that's already in place with one vendor. Yeah. So they're more similar to West Virginia. Yeah. And plus we've also built our own um, biometric identification system. Our transaction manager yeah. we have, um, we've interfaced with uh, the Idemia, NEC, Innovatrix, Rank One, um, yeah. for face finger iris, um, palm recognition. We basically 
ha- have the capability to deploy a full full blown AVIS system from the live scan uh, to the back end systems, and we're actually uh-huh. building a lot of the web based uh, examination services to do fingerprint comparisons, marking up latents, yeah. uh, doing facial iris reviews. Um, so our goal is is to not only take over live scans for the states, we want to start going after this, the entire state ABIS systems. Mm. Um, and what we would like to do is we would like to provide a cloud-based ABIS system uh, where uh, states have the opportunity to monetize their system, kind of like the FBI does with uh, civil transactions, mm-hmm. where yeah. if you want to search another state from state to state, uh, business to business type they can basically earn revenue from that if using our system right Uh, well and yours seems to be at least and compared to some other companies more cost efficient right uh so in in dealing with some of these um uh, counties municipalities and that kind of stuff there's not a whole lot of funding typically right? right so there's uh especially nowadays, there's a lot more federal funding. So, again, trying to work to get some of these counties to be able to catch up is key. But then uh, able to being able to connect these county officials and uh, decision makers, really, to folks like you guys to be able to say, well, here's how you should go about doing it is really what we've been trying to do. Uh, because at the end of the day, we are trying to help everybody move forward in the right direction. And I think that's what uh, this software is definitely doing. Right. Right. And this is the platform where we talk about that. And it's the only way to, you know, help get that message out is having small businesses like us and, and Lakota and uh, partnering our capabilities too, to help win, you know, more contracts and get the federal dollars here. So it takes the conversations for sure. So earlier you mentioned Annie, which was Nis Parse. Do you want yeah, to talk about that? Yeah, used to be Parse, yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about Annie? Or how do you came up with Annie? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it came out of the National Institute of Justice. Uh, we Everyone uh, prior to the development of that software was using a Wares NIST pack. And uh, what we found is um, that that software, Aware, had uh, a lot of, of vulnerabilities in it. Uh, it had a lot of defects and uh, they weren't very receptive to making changes to that software. Plus it was very expensive. Um, If you wanted to do fingerprint compression using WSQ, you had to buy that extra off of them. Uh, Where we set out, we got our own WSQ certification from the FBI. Our algorithms were certified. We developed them in pure Java, which was stayed inside the, the virtual machine. So it didn't expose a lot of those vulnerabilities that aware had um and um we built off of that and and when we were working increment three of ngi i believe uh there was a transaction a palm print came in from the state of florida and took down the entire fbi's fingerprint system oh wow and we couldn't figure out what was going on uh because it was crashing the entire jvm and Finally, we realized that it was that particular palm print, and it was the aware software was crashing. They were running native code outside the JVM without getting too technical. <laughs> they jumped outside the JVM, and the operating system said, hey, you had an unhandled exception. I'm going to handle it for you, and then shot and the application server in the oh head. Oh, my gosh. And, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the front door yeah. never got a response, so it sent it back in, oh, and, it took, yeah. and it just the servers went off like dominoes. Right. And, uh, yeah. 
And I remember telling the, the unit chief at the time, uh, hey, our software will not do this. Mm. You know, yeah. if, if we have an exception, if we don't handle the exception, it still stays within that Java virtual machine, and the mm. Java virtual machine will handle it gracefully. Mm. Um, so in uh, October of 2015, the FBI, um, we, they, they started the process a year prior to that to get us the Lakota approved. Uh, mm-hmm. So they had to vet the company, vet the software. Right. And then in 20... Doing your background, Jack. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so they had to look into the company and the software, ensure there was no foreign ties and all that stuff, which it was 100% developed by us. Yeah. Um, and in uh, 2015, October 2015, they switched from aware to, to us. So still to this day, every transaction running in the FBI's fingerprint system or NGI yeah. and all the transactions coming out is using our software. Yeah. Well, you actually hit on something there. You know, uh, it was everything was developed here by U.S. citizens, right? right? So, you know, having to compete against some other companies that might be foreign-owned, I'm sure, especially in the government space, that's always yeah. something that everybody's like, hey, what's going on here, right? right. Yeah. So I'm sure you probably run into that a lot. Right. But really hitting on, like, things that's happening in the news and stuff today with immigration and all that kind of stuff. Uh, where would you see like your software really playing in to help with that? Well, uh, one of the things I want to go back to the, the U S only is one of the reasons why we, we like using rank one as our biometric vendor with Lakota and rank one together. We have the only full scale AVA system uh, on the market. That's full U S all U.S. owned. Um, yeah, so every other biometric system, you know, NECs, Japan, Idemia's, France. Alice uh, is France. Yeah. Alice France. Uh, Innovatrix is Slovakia. Slovakian. Yeah, so there's they're all foreign components of all these biometric systems. Wow. So we bring the only U.S., 100% U.S.-based solution to the, to the market. And I think a lot of these states are going to gravitate toward that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you think that would be uh, <laughs> the selling point right there. Right. right? You would <laughs> yeah. think. Right. Right. But, and, Homegrown. Uh, why? Why outsource? Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, and again, uh, they probably hit on earlier a lot of red tape. And then the bigger that you get, then you can send lobbyists that make laws and yep. make things a little bit harder. Uh, so uh, and that's just how happens but again being smaller you're usually more agile so if, from a feature standpoint like you were saying uh if i need to have it do this this and this it's a lot faster for you guys to be able to do that correct yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. usually um we can turn around a, you know if there's a problem with our software usually it's it's within a couple hours we can turn a release around depending on the issue uh, yeah. i've seen a couple of them take a few days but Usually we're pretty responsive. Um, right. You know, the good thing about uh, going back to Annie, the good thing about it, it's it's been running at at sieges at the FBI since 2015, and I think they've only updated it twice. Wow! You know, In eight years. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty tried good. And true. That's pretty yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's exactly. definitely battle tested. I mean, yeah. there's, there's oh, hundreds yeah. of thousands of transactions running through that thing every you know, every month. So, yeah. So, uh, the CBP small business office, if you're watching this, uh, we'll put all their contact information in here. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of people, uh, they, they, like I talked to Ron Smith and associates and they were like, every time we turn around, we hear of Lakota, 
you know, we're not sure exactly what you all do. Right. And it's like, I always describe it. We're the, we're the, we're the men behind the curtain pulling the strings. We're making all the yeah. other companies look good. Oh yeah. 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 You're the cog in their wheel. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. It's like the wizard yeah. of Oz. We're back there pulling all the levers. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, for, for anybody that does want, you know, resources or just to learn more about you, like how can they reach out, find you like, what you know, yeah, sales at Lakota software.com is probably yeah. the best way. Yeah. We won't drop the ball. If you send us an email, uh, if you call us, chances are we may not check the voicemail. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, you know, we try not to give out the number too much, especially with the gun dealers trying to figure out how to yeah. use fingerprint uh, oh, scanners. Yeah. You're not right. help desk. Out Just to be that. clear, right. they are not help desk. Yeah. Still go but we still do. We, we did have a help desk for that. Yeah. That was oh, an okay. oversight on us. Yeah. You know, here's a bunch of technical guys. They're rolling out a product real quick, and it's right. like, yeah. oh, we're going to need some type of help desk support. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I mean, is there anything else that, that you all would like to, you know, make mention of, uh, anything coming up, you know, soon? Yeah. Well, so we just got invited, uh, uh, at phase one, uh, we submitted a project pitch to national science foundation, kind of wanting to branch out into other, uh, areas besides biometrics. Uh, we, we submitted a project pitch for American seed fund, uh, for using, augmented reality to help avoid aviation traffic uh so that's so we got invited to submit a phase one sbr for that nice. so that's upcoming really awesome. yeah. yeah yeah that is really cool actually yeah, yeah. yeah exactly i was nice. telling aaron uh, the other day because uh at&t's been having that helmet that has the little bubble in it that uh, uh the quarterback is basically deaf and he was able to send in signals using his ipad and and then again with Starlink and you know internet is going to be able to be reached in many more places and start to be leveraged in the future. It's going to be really awesome to see that. And there's going to be a lot more augmented reality right. uh, starting to come yeah. out. I know Meta's heavy into it and other companies. So yeah. by you know doing this type of work now and getting ahead of it, I mean, really the sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know. Nice. All right. Well. Anything else to add, Randy? Or, yeah, so so next Wednesday is yeah. the 15th, yeah. right? If I'm doing my yes. yep. dates correctly. So uh, that's our sweet 16. Yep, sweet nice. 16. Nice. So we were talking about, you know, how Lakota got started. Yeah, so right. 16 yeah. years 16 next years. Wednesday. Yep. Oh, that's yep. awesome. So well, feel that's free to awesome. throw us a party. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I was going to say. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe we're maybe we should buy Lakota like an RV for <laughs> yeah. sweet 16th birthday. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, and then park it at the blue lot. Yeah. At the blue lot. On the 18th when right. we play Cincinnati because we're bringing them back here too, right? Lakota's so, our, our yeah. blue lot, West Virginia University football. Um, yes. Yeah, so tailgate, they're our tailgate so, partner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for, for how many years have you guys been doing that? What, 12 years. Oh, 12, 12 years. years okay. at least 12 years. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And a lot it of people do stuff. You were doing the Slumberjay. Yeah, back when it was just an oil and gas company yeah. doing work for them. And you see again how things continue right. to evolve. Right. Other yeah. things. So uh, with EFT Creator, it's uh, you can actually go to that website eftcreator.com. Mm, yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, for folks to go and uh, peruse that site and see see what uh, see how your software can help them. And we'll be sure to link all that in the show notes. So yeah, yeah. be sure to check that out. And uh, yeah. So, 
Yeah. Well, definitely. Uh, thanks so much for stopping thanks for having by, us. guys. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. Sharon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good to have you. We'll keep, we'll keep this continuous series and such. So we, we definitely plan on doing that as we record Excellent. more. So well, we might even uh, uh, try to start having demos and stuff to to show how things actually operate again. Yeah. You know, see it uh, live in action. I know I've been at some of the trade shows with these guys yep. and they always have it up on the screens and stuff yeah. there. But, uh, and you usually see a lot of people gathered around over there cause they're right. like, Oh, this is really cool stuff. Yeah. 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 So maybe have to have you guys on to actually go over some of these products yeah, uh, be great. next time. Yeah. So. Awesome. Good deal. Great. Well, thank you guys for joining us and yeah. thank you for listening thank today. And yeah. uh, yeah. we look forward to uh, the next conversation. So. Yeah, so thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Appreciate it. Bye, everyone.